When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where influential guests and I break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is getting your mojo back after divorce. Let's do this. Hey, Kind of Daters. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kind of Dating. Aisha's here. I'm here. Girl, you got caught in a snowstorm. I did. A blizzard. Oh, my God. I was in a blizzard. Okay, wait. Tell <laughs> tell us that story. <laughs> so um, a couple of weeks back, there was this crazy blizzard in um, Southern California. And I, me and my partner were going up to Yosemite, <laughs> not aware that the blizzard was a real thing. And um, we learned the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. I was slipping and sliding. <laughs> But you got lucky that she's a Girl Scout. Yeah, Because exactly. I was like, why did you get lucky to have snow, snow chains snow or whatever? Chains. Where is snow that what tire it is? chain thingies. I don't know. You and I would die. <laughs> I was like, I'm a city girl. I don't know what this is. This is too much. Yeah. It was like real cute at first, but then it started getting real thick. And <laughs> it's not fun anymore. And you're an Angelino. You are not used to yes, snow. I'm at, at least all. as a Canadian, like I'm used to getting trapped in a snowstorm. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Not. Um, so uh, I'm glad you're alive. Thank you. You too. And you survived the blizzard. <laughs> yes. Uh, 23. <laughs> I um, had a busy week. I got a new car. You did. And then I had uh, buyer's remorse <laughs> of just like, why did I spend money? What were you doing? What? But I needed it. My car is like my old car is on the outs. And so I needed a new car. Yeah. And I got it. And then I was like, what the fuck did you do? Right. But I'm a grown-up. I can handle this. I can handle it. It's okay. Um, it's great to see you again, Aisha. I know it's Same. been a little bit. Um, so, guys, we have a really great episode for you because y'all reach out to me on Instagram and you uh, send me episode requests and I want you to know that we're actually listening to you. Uh, it's hard to get too specific sometimes because sometimes y'all get, like, mad specific about the kind of exact scenario you want us to discuss. But... Uh, this topic has been requested so many times uh, we felt we had to do it and we were just waiting for the right guest to make it happen um, and we have it. So if you like today's episode, remember to screenshot it, tag us and tell us what you thought of it. And remember guys, word of mouth, that's how we uh, get around, you know, we, we want to get around the block this time. So uh, tell your friends and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. And also leave us a five-star rating or review wherever you get the podcast. Also, we're on social media. We're at Kind of Dating across the board. I am at Aisha Chandale. And I'm at Natasha Chandale on Instagram and Facebook, Natasha.Chandale on TikTok. 
So guys, if dating isn't hard enough the first time, imagine doing the whole dance, finding your person, getting hitched, getting married for years, and then realizing, shit, this is not working. So you get a divorce. And now, fuck your life. You're back in the dating pool. But it is wildly different from the last time you were in it. You're talking to strangers on an app. Your single friends are telling you not to text back for three hours. And every other person is into ethical non-monogamy. What the fuck is happening? Well, we got you. We're going to get into your feelings. And helping us to do that is a really cool new friend of mine. Uh, You've got to know him. Um, He's social famous. He's Twitter famous for damn sure. Yeah, you are. You're a TV writer extraordinaire, comedian, executive producer of just a little show called Modern Family. (laughs) And you also have this like really cool reputation as like a Trump thrasher. Yes, I am the Trump star. Yeah, on Twitter. I didn't do it well enough. Yes. <laughs> he, he lived. He did. But we got him off eventually. We did. On we, that did. One. we did. But guys, welcome Danny Zucker. Yes. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. I'm Thanks so for happy. reaching out on Twitter that time. And it was very nice. I mean, I've met a lot of good people through Twitter. I was just at a party last night. With people I met through Twitter. Really? Years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, guys, a little context. Won't get into super detail, but I totally slid into Danny's DMs she did. on Twitter. She did. And about a work thing. And then uh, we got to meeting and you were so kind and, and open to even chatting yeah. with me um, as a complete stranger. Yeah. So thank you for that. And uh, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, we actually like really get along and we had so much fun. We and you're so fucking awesome. So I was like, thanks. Elon? No, fuck him. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, prior to Elon. Yeah, who, uh, this think, was prior to Elon. Who's the guy? Jack. Jack. Thanks, yeah. Jack. Thanks, Jack Dorsey. But we even like fuck him, too. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's <laughs> no, true. Like um, so, yeah, that was, like, amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was, it, it was absolutely great. It was, you were an absolute delight. And, uh, um, and your letter was really funny. And, um, yeah, and I, like, for, I actually thought I followed you because people I knew followed you. So you would occasionally come up on my timeline. So you weren't a complete stranger. And I yeah. did a background check yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you passed. And I love that, like, because um, you and I also bonded because we're both, like, very into current affairs yeah. and politics and stuff. So it's very funny because on Twitter, I know, like, screenwriting Twitter is very about, like, talking about writing. Yes. And I never do. I'm always talking about, like, politics. I'm like, motherfucking whatever. And I'm just making jokes about that stuff. It's true. Like, when Twitter was great um, in the in the golden age, like, it was a great way to meet people who I wouldn't have met otherwise, but were already sort of pre-approved funny or um, decent people. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell a lot of, like, and I, I have. I made a lot of good friends from that, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's an honor to have you here. You included. Here. Yay. Yay. It's, it's an, honor, an to honor to have you here. Um, so, you know, our first question. Yes, we ask everybody this. Are you single? Or in a relationship. I'm so single. <laughs> I'm so single. I was in a little, I was in a relationship for a while after the divorce, which is only like three years old, but uh, um, got into a relationship, serial monogamy, and um, well, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, mistakes yeah. were made, but uh, but um, with it, you know, and then that went south and um, started to uh, um, yeah, just dipping my toe in the pool. It's a lot of work. You described that as like coming out. Like I got married. I was married for, um, you know, I, we were married for 26 years. I got married when I was 29. I'm 59 now. And it was a little bit like, you know, going into the dating world now, 
it's a little like Back to the Future too. Sure. When like I've been there, and then suddenly I'm and people are all on hoverboards and <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of initials and I don't you know list it. And like what's acceptable has changed too, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, completely. I mean, yes, that is true. Although I do think people say it was different in the old days, but even in the old days, you weren't supposed to be awful to women. Yes. Yeah. Like no, we knew sure. who those people were. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, well, you have to understand this was 2004. We didn't know you could just, couldn't just grab women. It's like, we knew. <laughs> right. You kind of knew. You, you kind of knew that wasn't okay. But yeah. do you think like um, now that you are more exposed to sort of the current dating environment, do you empathize or get why a lot of women are saying that like, oh, there does it seem like men have more commitment issues now than before? At least like in your kind of experience with it? This is all I will say. I think men must be horrible on these apps because <laughs> yeah. what I have found, and I talked to a friend of mine around my age who's also in my um, situation. And I was saying like, by me doing the bare minimum in the women I've dated, I am suddenly Prince Charming. It's like, like I'm not doing that much. Like I'm making the reservation, I'm paying the check, I'm making sure you get home, I'm calling to make, you know, I'm doing like the basic things you would do. And for, and to, to them, it's like, so what, what inevitably happens is even if I'm on a bad date, something I know is not going to work out, I'm a nice enough guy and I do take care of those things. But in their mind, it's like I'm the one because they've been through 10 people who I don't know must have what taken a done? dump during a dinner. <laughs> oh you know? my god! So um, yeah, so it's yeah. I think the I thank God the bar is so low because <laughs> right. uh, because I wouldn't do well in like a real you know I'd be terrible. But it, you know, because uh, a lot of people think that women are not interested in nice guys and all of that, and I'm just like, it's not true. I think when when somebody does treat you nicely, yeah. it is just like whoa. He's nice. He he messaged me back at a reasonable in a reasonable time. Like it's very basic shit that people are looking for now. I've never heard a nice guy say an actual nice guy say, "Oh, women don't want nice guys." Because that they're not nice guys. That's not a nice guy thing to say. Yeah, it's like a smart person telling you, "I'm really smart." Like right. I've never heard it. No. Yeah. So so do you mind? Uh, you know, because obviously this is this is an episode about yeah. getting back in the field uh, a after divorce. So, like, you were married for 26 years. Yeah. That is a long time. It was. It was a long time. And I, I will say, I, I know we may talk about this later, but, like, we're really, it was the right time for it to happen. And maybe it didn't go down great. But um, she and I are really closer than ever as a result. But, yeah, it was, it was hard. It was hard. And I be basically became single right around, like, I became single, but wasn't going to date because at a certain point I was feeling like maybe I should try and get the marriage back and that didn't happen. And I think wisely, um, you know, I was like, I wanted to make everything right. And she's like, yeah, you're going to do this again. And I was like, okay. And then we became friends. So when I was ready to date and get on the apps, it was, it, the pandemic was about to hit and all that. So I got into it at a weird time and wound up actually having a relationship with somebody I didn't meet on the apps. Ah, somebody IRL. I just knew from comedy and, yeah. and, and all of that, who I'd known in prior to that. So, um, yeah, so far I haven't had like a real, real relationship relationship off the apps, I will say. Yeah. And, but like when you, cause you know, I think a lot of people when they go through something like divorce, whether it's after a year of marriage yeah. or after 26 years, there's a lot of feelings For sure. that are attached to that. How did you feel after the divorce? Were you, 
just fear at the time or was it like a sense of failure or? I felt like a salesman who didn't like the product he was selling or believe in the product he was selling. So I had to do a lot of work, truly. I was not like, I, I, you know, I think like, I, this is not like being humble or things, but I didn't think I had a lot to offer anybody because I was, I was lost and sad and I didn't know what I, you know, I, I wasn't feeling good about myself. And so, and, but I obviously didn't stop me from trying, but it was like, it was a failed thing. It's like, I'm selling you a car I know is a lemon. And I felt like a lemon. And so now I don't feel like a lemon. So I'm dipping my, myself back in there. Now I feel like, you know, you know, it's been used. It's had some miles on it. You might need to change the transmission. But other than that, it's like good as new. Um, and I think that's a very healthy thing, though. I mean, yeah. a lot of uh, therapists often say that you should not get back in the dating pool. They say divorce, but I honestly think it's after any breakup. It is. It doesn't matter about Until divorce. you have healed a little bit because... And of course, there's no like pure healing. It's a process. But getting back to a place where you're less triggered. Right. Yeah. And so that, you know, you are, like you said, feeling a little better about yourself and put your best foot forward. It was. It was. And I mean, I was like, you know, I, was, I, have, I have three kids, a house, a bunch of dogs, less dogs now, um, uh, <laughs> less animals now in general. They, they, it's been the killing fields over there. But um, uh, but uh it was like there were a lot of people in my house. I was like at a show where a lot of people, and I will say what's happened of late. I don't think it's permanent, but I really value my alone time. I try and think of somebody that I like. I'm trying to imagine someone, you know, there's somebody I was dating, went on a couple of dates with recently, and um, we're going to go on a third date, and she canceled. And I was like, oh, good. And it's like, I want to feel not that. Yeah. But I want to yeah. meet the woman who when they cancel, I feel bad. Right. And 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 I can, but it just hasn't happened. So I still think I'm taking steps. Because yeah. I do like I like doing things alone. I like traveling alone. I like yeah. going to movies alone occasionally. Because it wasn't a big part of my life. So it's like yeah. it's a very healthy thing. It is. And I'm so interesting. <laughs> no. You actually are a very interesting yeah. person. You're a very fun person. Uh yeah, my uh, boyfriend's gone this weekend for a, a gig out of town, and I was alone. And I've been, and I was like, "This is amazing." Right. I was like, and I actually don't. I like silence also, which yeah. is weird for people because they like to be alone and have music playing and stuff. I'm like, mm. I just like silence. So I, I just like cleaning in silence, <laughs> like doing my work in silence. Yeah, I just like peace and quiet. No, I'm with you. I, I, it's there's something really, um, really special about like just to have. The quiet. And it's great to have people and not be lonely. But um, yeah. Yeah. So what in in for you was sort of the hardest part about getting back in the dating world? Was it specifically sort of, in, you know, whatever you're comfortable sharing, yeah. the physical aspect, like the fears of that because it's a new person? Or was it just like logistical shit of like, how do I use an app? Well, it was neither of those things. Okay. So I, 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 um, uh, well, the apps, like, I'm, I'm like, always been very tech savvy and understood all of that stuff. And obviously, physically, I mean, I have so much to offer. Um, for those listening, um, you can't see me. And for those who are watching, you know I'm lying. Danny's uh, a 10. What are you talking about? I'm Get a, out of here. I'm an astigmatism 10. Stop. Why, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stop. But, um, no, but, like, you know, when it's working, it's working. I'm pretty comfortable. And, sure. I mean, I, I feel like no one's going out for me. Like, I'm, I'm you know, I know what is expected. Um, but, um, but it is what I've had trouble with 
his expectations mm -hmm. and the weird thing I've determined in this period of time is I am much more comfortable being rejected oh, okay. after a couple of dates than rejected. So what I've had is like, if I have a couple of good dates with somebody, but I know it's not going to go anywhere. And they, and I've had trouble and it's been to my fault. It's been my work to do like not going on the fourth or fifth date. Yeah, I get that. Because I don't want to hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it makes it worse. And so it is, it's like those expectations. Like, if I take the flyer on somebody, is this eventually going to be, like, sadness or or that? Well, so, so you're doing the slow fade. <laughs> I am. And, I, but, and I'm thinking I'm giving good signals. Yeah. Oh, like, no, no. People don't read signals. I'm like, so. I'm like I, no. it's, you know, no. a, lot, a, a lot of, like, you know, anyway, and like, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, like you, like my my face. Ooh, right. Yeah, super late, but oh, it's like shit. eight o'clock. Oh. No, I know. I didn't sleep go. last night. I got to be up at four a.m. to do this thing with Europe. Right. People always hold out hope until you just say the words. I know, and I've learned that, and it, it's been. And, and now that I'm, I've done that, and it's like it makes me sound like I'm like, I know who I am, and it's not like I'm like the, the you know, Mister Perfect or anything like that. Because I'm definitely, I'm so not. I, 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 in fact, when they like me, I am convinced that there's something, you know, that they have something wrong with them. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it's hard. I find that, I find that part hard. I mean, not in, in any candor, like I got, I don't want to talk about this on the podcast, but a lot of what led to the end of my marriage was my inability to sort of be clear with somebody. And, and, um, it's a hard thing because sometimes we, uh, we don't, want to hurt somebody else and we don't like that feeling that it gives us when somebody else is feeling bad yeah. and you are the cause of it or you think you are the cause it's, of it. It's so true. And I also think like, you know, not being like a, an attractive woman really, like I think as a component of being a woman, that's a skill you have to learn absolutely because that's like people are going to express interest in you. Men are going to express interest in you so much more overtly and often than, than um, women are to me anyway. And so you have to like, you have to cope with that. And I've gotten, I, I, I feel that. I mean, I, I, I definitely, I can see that. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that that is your, uh, that, that feels like the hardest part to you. I think a lot of women I've spoken to, like they have a harder time because, um, you know, I think women get more emotionally attached, yeah. like sex-wise, yeah. to a partner that they've loved for so long. And then getting back out and feeling connected to a new person just feels like, ah, like what if I, You're you know? exactly right. That like being intimate again is scary to people. And then I think for a lot of people, like the messages we get also is just like, you don't understand this app world. Real, yeah. You know, yeah. like there was a time, and I can't believe this, but like Match.com, Shout out, Match, if you do want to sponsor an episode, though, we would love to have you. Um, but uh, Match.com, man, they had, like, essays. No, I, I I remember a friend of mine who was on that years ago, and it was, yeah, you had to, there was that whole thing. Now it's this. And women are also defensive on their profiles. It's like, if you want to hook up, swipe, you know, and, you know if you're looking for that, no, I'm looking for this. Be a man. Have your shit together. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, I'm already getting yelled at on the app. Um, so, but I know where that comes from. Yeah. And that's that's all people's, like, trigger speaking, right? Mm -hmm. Everything that, that we say when we are reactive is because we're in a state of pain and mm -hmm. we just haven't processed it. Versus, and, like, I, when I was dating and I got back on the apps, 
I did put like after a couple dates and people started being like, I want an open relationship. I was like, oh, okay. I think I have to specify that this is not my thing. But I think I did it very politely. I like made some jokes. I said like some jokes. And then at the end, I was like, you know, um, not not into sharing like something like that. Like I and and that that was it. Um, So, you know, but you have to just be at a place where it didn't upset me if I went out with somebody and they I never felt like it wasted my time. I was just like, all right, well, this is part of the process and um, yeah. trial and error. And you go out and somebody drops some news on you that isn't so, vibing with your life. You're just like, no, it's definitely happened to me. And there is a tricky thing where like you'll be meeting somebody and you start, you know, you go on a couple of days from the apps and then it's sex time and all that. And you're just like, and what I found from like, and I, I, I really have mostly met great women on it but like what i did find is like it's like when 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 it's sex time and sometimes it happens early but it's like oh yeah i just you know fuck it let's just it's fun let's do it and i think okay cool we'll just have fun sex but it's also like the the next day it's like the the parameters of what that meant it it, it, i thought it wasn't leapfrogging the relationship yet i was like okay we're gonna just cut the line and test it but it turned out that meant a lot more with the oxytocin and whatever all that stuff is. And, and you know, I get that. I've actually, I felt that way with the, uh, I've been the chick at one point. Like when I got back, to, when I got back together, so I broke up with my wife. I was, I had an infidelity and we were trying to get back together. And my wife and I hadn't been physical in a long time. And weirdly, like she wanted to hear about it. And weirdly at one point we're out and she just attacked me. And we had like, and for like a month, my ex and I, we're having sex in my apartment and then it stopped and we're in couples counseling and she she was like um i was like yeah i so i don't want to do that anymore i want us to have a year off and i go well, what was all that about and she's like you know that was so not a component of my life i wanted to see if it was alive and i said so you just used me for my body <laughs> oh wow <laughs> and, uh, yeah. but but yeah. but um but it was you know I, I like so I got it in that way, yeah. and I think it comes down to because you cared about her. I care about her, deeply. and that's what that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I think I do think though it is an irrational response when um, when a person cares about somebody else after like a couple dates and then they get attached after sex. I'm like that says more about the person getting attached it because. Does. You don't know this human yet. And also, I should point out, I'm terrible at sex. No, so, 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 you have, so both of those. So what are, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to do my, I'm not going to launch into material. I always, you always caught me. I said, she's a comedian. She'll know when I'm launching into material. I'm not going to do it. I would let you do it if you wanted to. No, I'm not. You're, this is too, this is too, uh, this is intimate. <laughs> So now that you're like out there, though, like, are you finding it easier or is it a preference to date other people who are also divorced? I do prefer to meet somebody who has already been married or or even has like kids already because I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 I'm like I said, I'm not interested in having children and I don't want to meet somebody who is just at the cusp and wants to. And so so I like that. I that's like somebody who knows what that's like, knows. Yeah. Yeah. I also kind of like when people are still like, unless it was an abusive relationship, like don't have horrible things to say about their, if, I mean, if the guy was horrible, yeah, say it. But I, I, I've i been on many dates where it was like, I, this one, she was so beautiful. Like, honestly, it was like, 
it was like, I was so excited, kind of funny and sarcastic. And we went out and the whole thing, she was just like, we're talking and she was just like, one person after the other had fucked her over. And it was like 10 people. And I kept thinking, wow, it might be you. And I said, I'm going to be on this list. Like, I just had that sense. But then you got to make sure you're not that guy. Yeah, no, but there's no way to avoid being that guy. What do you mean? Don't do shitty things. I wasn't, but I don't know that all those guys <laughs> did shitty things. I don't know. I mean, she, it, some of them sounded vaguely like, I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pattern after yeah, a while. Yeah. She knows the story a little bit, but I was dating this guy that we call on the podcast Bruce Lee. Um, uh, just because he was some like four time, you know, Taekwondo, whatever. Ju- I don't know what those things uh, are. Yeah. Martial arts guy. Nice. And, um, uh, and our first date, he was like, um, I'm divorced with rage issues. And I was, and I was so dumb and young. I was like, oh, he's being honest with me. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a confession. Like, I not, might hate you. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. And oh my gosh, it was, uh, he, I, I never saw the rage part, but the divorce part, it was very interesting because he was still very triggered by it. And oh, so wow. he could not be in a relationship no, because not. he had so much fear around fucking up again. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do, I was like, did you do something to her? And it was like, no, but he just fell out of love. And he was just so scared of falling out of love that he was just fucking our relationship up over and over. And I was just like, dude, you got to, I'm not even trying to marry you. I was like, just, can we just enjoy some time? But just so many uh, triggers that um, eventually, yeah, it it would turn out to be a very toxic thing. Well, people are, uh, like, I always say, like, if you're having, like, the best version of the person you're dating is that in those, like, you are seeing the person. And so if you, that is the best. That's like, that's all they're trying to hide everything terrible. So if the terrible stuff is coming out, it's really there. Like if you can't hide that you're a racist in my first date, <laughs> God knows what you have. Like there, is there Nazi paraphernalia in your room? So, so it dropped. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It was, it's like, are you crazy? <laughs> but you will be surprised. I uh, have said this on the podcast many times. I truly believe, you know, the exact problem in your relationship on date one or within the first week. And usually because people are always dropping clues about themselves. Yes. Because they want to warn you, but they're not trying to like explicitly warn you. Like this guy oh. didn't say, hey, I, I, I'm divorced with rage issues. Like, warning. He was just like in conversation, like, ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah I've been divorced before. And then the yeah, rage issues. And you're like, but you know, when you're in it, you're not listening. You're just you're you're construing it in whatever way you want. But it's really somebody giving you a clue. When I used to not be available, yeah. I always told people, "I'm really busy. I'm a really oh, yeah. busy person." Oh, that's that's a way of me. I didn't know that that was me subconsciously telling them I can't hang out all the time. Right. If you're trying to like, for sure. But I like if you said I'm re- like if you told that to. I would hear that. It's so weird how people don't hear those little hints. But that's the thing is yeah. most of us don't hear the hints. Yeah. We just are are using it as justification for people's behavior. But the yeah. truth is, if I were really into somebody, right. I would probably make time. That, well, I yeah, I, I've said this. I said I had this conversation with my ex with somebody. It's like, yeah, if he's like, I, you, you know when someone's into you. It's like, that's like not. If like I want to see somebody, I'm going to be like texting them. I'm going to be in their bushes. I'm going to be, you know, you know, 
You know, I've hired a detective. I'm doing all of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're like, I'm tracking her. Yes, uh, exactly. I, I, I put the location on her. Yeah. I've, right. I've hacked into it. Especially in the beginning, it should not be hard. It's just yeah. comfortable yeah. and easy and fun. Um, in your opinion, like, do you think that there's a time frame that people should wait to date after divorce? It depends. No, I don't think there's one time frame. I think it's like when you feel good about yourself, when you are actually, when you look at yourself and you're feeling like I'm ready to take this next step. I am. Um, I I think if you still are enraged at your ex or still, you know, in love with them and hurt by them, that's a good sign that it's going to be hard for you to fully commit to somebody else. That's how I feel. I mean, at least that worked out for me. That was how it was for me. It's hard for people to be honest about that. Yeah, it's hard with themselves. And therapy, therapy, therapy. I'm like, I could not, I mean, I am, this is like, I know New York Jew promoting therapy, revolutionary. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, it really is. Oh, I'm, uh, ma we're massive proponents of therapy in here. Yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine what this would be like if you weren't. <laughs> Oh, you didn't want to meet old me. Oh, I would have been high. So yeah, I been high. <laughs> Try, yeah, I know. I just like the early shows. Yes, I have evolved a lot through this podcast. If oh, you that, listen yeah, to no. old episodes. It's true. There were a lot of. <laughs> oh, I'm I need to go back into the archives. Yeah, yeah there, there are a lot of stories and reactions. Yeah, I, I want to meet you when you didn't settle down. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Um, but you said something very important. You said that, you know, people have to do some introspection and uh, and ask themselves if they're if they're ready. Was it also an important part for you to ask yourself why you're dating again? Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I think so. I think so. It was like I didn't want to be. Um, I mean, it were all the reasons. I mean, it's like I, you didn't I didn't want to be alone, and it was like, and especially like around pandemic time. It was, you know, and this woman that I, I wound up with and on and off again, like it was, it was nice, you know, somebody to, to, to come over and, and, um, yeah. And, you know, she was pretty. Do you, have you found in your head <laughs> that always helps? It helps. It's a thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like when people are like, attraction doesn't matter. I'm like, fuck you. It's like the number one uh, thing that matters. Of course it's it the does. number one thing. It's how you start. No, I know. I know. I don't see it. You know, it's like, no, I just want somebody with a brain. Like, I'm a comic and I know like nerdy, brilliant people. And it's like, they're not crushing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what what do you think is the, the line of um, when to tell somebody you've been divorced? And what about the kids part? Like, do you right disclose away. it right away? Yeah, both like, things? Well, I mean, I'll talk about it. Like, I want to know. Sometimes I can lead that question. It's like, so... You know, when especially once we're in person and, and stuff like that, I'll ask, you know, how long have you been on this app? What is it going on? Yeah, I, I'll always just ask any kids what, I, you know, and I'll, I'll offer, I have three adult kids, whatever. I'll, so I'll do that. It's weird to hide that stuff. It's such a, especially like if you're a parent. Yeah, no, you it's a If you're not talking about it, I then I think, oh, you're a shitty parent because I talk about it, you know. Yeah. So. And I if it's going to turn somebody off, then you don't want to be with yeah, that person. Yeah. It's a great, like, I used to get really offended when uh, guys would ask me if I had kids. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? I'm older. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like no, Kylie Jenner's 21 kids. and has like two kids. I was like, all right, all right. Yeah. This is America. I was like, everybody here has kids. I was like, okay, but. Do you have grandkids though? <laughs> I'm take this I never out. saw her. I'm going to take this mem. I actually got afraid. I just saw like her. Yeah, I guess saw her get evil. Again, Zoom in though, on that. You know, yeah. this is, uh, this is America. 
People have kids very young. They have grandkids. Absolutely. Very young. Um, It's a whole thing. (laughs) It is. Absolutely. What what do you think you learned from your divorce that you carry into new relationships? Um, Honesty and, 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 and trying to like be clear with what I'm feeling and not my instinct. I'm the oldest. I have two younger kids, um, sisters, but, and my parents were like, you know, a thing. And so I was like, I was always a peacemaker and I like making people, I liked calm and I like making people, I'm partly funny because I could distract you and make you, Oh, look over here and everything's calm. And then I can be calm. So as a people pleaser, I extracted that to dates and I wasn't always honest about how I felt. And then when they sort of liked and came to come to expect anybody comes to expect that from me, like, Oh, where it's constant crying on my shoulders, I resent them. I resent them for the invitation I've given them to do it. So I'm, I guess I'm trying to, um, yeah, I'm just trying to be like more upfront. This is not where I'm at right now. And, um, and I'm not feeling it. Um, and I don't always succeed with that, but at least I'm doing it better. I empathize with that a lot because, yeah, like (laughs) I grew up in a a home that was very dysfunctional. There was a lot of fighting all the time. So because of that, I was always preferred to be peacemaker and and then, you know, didn't like conflict, didn't express myself because I just didn't want to ruffle any feathers, really. And and as a result, though, for me, as maybe it was just, you know, a female thing, but I got taken advantage of a lot because I was much more like, yeah just easygoing oh. and like, hey, I don't want, you know, want to create any problems kind of thing. And so I never really told people how I felt. And and then, thank God for therapy, um, yeah. they taught me a lot about like boundaries and expressing myself. Yeah. And, and so now, and then I went the other way. So, you know, in the beginning when you don't know how to express yourself, you're like angry about how you express. Yeah. I'm like, don't fucking ever do that to me. And then I learned like, oh wait, I don't have to go there. Yeah. I can now just say, you know, in a calm way, like, oh, you know, that actually I make it a joke, but I, I yeah. tell but every guy. Yeah. I now usually tell everybody, I'm like, I don't want to be your therapist. I'm not here to be your wife. I'm not here to be your, uh, your oh, counselor. Wow. Not here to be your yeah. best friend. I'm always like, I just want to be your girlfriend. Yeah. So, uh, wow. and you know, you can say that in like a calm, nice well, way. Yeah. And- I tried this with somebody and it did not go over well, uh, but I'm glad it was better than continuing on, but it was like, there was a lot of things that were this woman this woman needed like help with this thing and i was happy to help her there and then this and then oh god this and it was like several and we were only going out we only got like six or seven dates and i just and finally i just said wow you know i already have children <laughs> and um <laughs> and just you know and you know they're they're you know they're moving out and i'm just like i don't yeah. want to replace them that's fine i was like thank god they're out of the house um but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, even with the gleam in my eye, I was like, yeah. I even, I said, but she got the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. yeah. So, yeah sometimes people do need to hear that they are acting like children. It's weird after, uh, you know, think it's just weird like after like, it's after like four dates and somebody's saying, yeah, I, like they had an issue that, well, it did, it sounded crazy, but it's like, yeah, I just, I, I need like $15,000. Like after four dates, that she wasn't asking me for oh, it, but okay. she kept bringing up the number. Like I was supposed to respond to that. I and that was her trying to get it. it yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I, yeah, it was like, oh, well, yeah. It was, you know, it was like, definitely. Yeah. My last name is Zucker, which means sugar. 
So I think some people think that. You oh, know, that's that could so funny. Mean a- inadvertent. Right. <laughs> Zucker. I'm Wait, a Zucker. Z- Zucker or it's Zucker, but Zucker. because okay. there's no. I mean, I pronounce it Zucker, so no one puts the C in there. Someone left the C off, so half my family is Zucker, half my Zucker, but none of us have the C. But once I started having it printed, the name, I was doing stand-up, and Zucker, Z-U-K, and they still get it wrong. They still put a C in there. Fascinating story. <laughs> well, Zucker daddy. Yeah, I, yeah, I was a total Zucker daddy. Zucker daddy. Like, I'm a generous boyfriend, but I'm a terrible sugar daddy. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be yeah, anybody's like, sugar But I'm daddy. like, I oh, know you, you're not going to pay for a thing when we're together. Right. But uh, yeah, but I, it's unlikely I'm going to, you know, make your car payments. Right. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you let should. Let that be known. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a whole nother. I mean, unless you're super hot. <laughs> they do get away with a lot. That's true. Hot people. Oh. They get a lot. Uh, <laughs> so what are some ways for our uh, kind of leaders who are out there who are coming back in the game um, after the divorce and feeling like their mojo's off and whatever? Like how, can, how can they reframe the dating world? This is how you do it. The people I know who are the happiest at this are not on the dating apps to meet the one. They have... Make your goal, I'm going to have a great date. My goal is, I'm going to meet somebody. We've already texted or talked. She seems great. He seems great. Let's have a fun dinner. Let's have a fun walk. Let's do this thing. And that's the goal for today. And you set that goal. And then if there's a second date, well, let's, I want to get to know him a little bit more. That's the next date or, or her a little bit more. That's the next date. Third date, it's blowjobs. No, but no, 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 <laughs> yes. but third, no, whatever your third date goal is, sure. so it should be that. Yeah. And I'm just kidding. That should be second date. Um, yeah, obviously. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think it's that. I had to talk with my ex. You know, my ex got into a very long relationship shortly after we were together. Not a great relationship, by the way. And I was like, what? It shouldn't be this life or death right now. And everything isn't life or death. And one, just if you can go into a date where it's just going to be fun. And it's going to meet somebody. If it doesn't work out, it's like, that's the mindset. I just want, it also makes you more attractive. And that's the mindset for all daters. Like, that yeah. should be. Right. Because it's the thing I tell my friends. Like, that was a switch I had to make. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, I just made it like, hey, I just want to have fun. Yeah. And, and not looking for the one. Just going, I want to have fun. Did I have fun this time? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's see if it, I can build on that fun the second yeah. time. But not like putting expectations on it or this person is to be your everything yeah. in the first date yeah, or second date. It's a lot. lot. And some people, you may not meet somebody on an app. It just might not happen. And I find that things happen when you're not looking for them. And it's like, you know, I, I you know, my, my feeling is I'm going to be on the apps all date. I think I'm going to meet somebody at a party. I think I'm going right. to meet somebody... Well, not last night, but um, uh, but you know, but it'll happen. Uh, um, yeah, so that's it. This is LA. There's lots of parties. Oh my God, there's tons. I also think, um, you know, people have a lot of anxiety coming back into the game after divorce, but I think there's a superpower there. You know, you you have had the experience of being in a lengthy yeah. relationship, and you know more now. Absolutely. And I always remember like GI Joe, where it's like. Knowing is half the battle. Oh, that's right. You know, yeah. and uh, and there's there's real value to that. So I think um, you know, to our our listeners and friends who are going through that, just don't be so scared because you know more. Yeah, than yeah. Probably a lot of single people do about relationships. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, no, and you've uh, yeah, you've you've done it. I mean, I'd say only good thing about getting older is like 
you've seen more stuff and things don't phase you as much. And, you know, if you've been listening as you got older. There's a lot of terrible old people. But. <laughs> there are a lot of terrible <laughs> old people. Yes. Uh, but also, I think, giving yourself kudos for the fact that you tried. Like, so many people don't even yeah. take that step of, no, of marriage. And so you did something yeah. that, and you put yourself out there and that's life. Like yeah. life is about living and having experiences and they don't always go the way we want, but no. you lived. Yes. I did. I lived. What didn't kill me made me older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, Danny, this is so fun. I really enjoyed this. Let's all hang out without the mics. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do Anytime. It. Yeah, but you're not, you're not totally done. Oh, I'm not. Oh, we got more. We're, we're oh, going to dig a little deeper right now. Oh, cool. Um, we do a segment called Six Questions. Oh, I think. Right? We ask every guest the exact same six questions. Okay. It's like a rapid fire. Okay. You don't have to think about it too okay. much. Okay. I won't. So, Danny Zucker. Yes. Danny Zucker, daddy. Danny Zucker, daddy. Are you ready for your six questions? I am, Natasha. What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? It's all about um, eyes and face and smile. Or boobs. I mean, I, but, <laughs> but, but sometimes you can't see the boobs, so it's not like, but right. no, you do notice the way somebody smiles. Yes. And if, I'll go for it. if their eyes are smart. They have smart eyes. You can tell somebody has smart You can eyes. tell? Yes. That's well, a good one. Yeah, some people have, de you know, dead, unthinking yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard the podcast Dead Eyes? No. Oh my gosh! You should. You guys should both listen to it. It's so funny. Oh, uh, that, who is it? Uh, Connor Radcliffe. I've heard somebody else. Talk um, about this. It's about a, a guy. Guys, you guys should also listen to this. It's very funny. It's about a guy who got fired from a one like a co-star role or something in a Tom Hanks movie, and oh, I uh, and have he heard about and this. he creates a whole podcast about and he he got told and he like he was ready, got the job, he went everything, yeah. and uh, and they said Tom Hanks said he had dead eyes. Oh, wow. And so then he goes I through like three seasons of this podcast trying to understand and get to Tom Hanks to figure out so did he funny. really have dead eyes? Why was he really fired from this movie? I, wanna, I, wanna, I forgot to listen to that because I know that's great. I know he gets to him at the end. Yeah. So, uh, oh, he does? Yeah. Yes, Spoiler. he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> why would you listen know. to three seasons? It's okay. I know, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what is one deal breaker? Wow. Uh, on a first day, I rude to waiters right off the bat. Like that would be like, that's like a quick one. Comes up every time. Yeah, that's that that's that's an odd. So many guests say that it's yeah. an oh that's it's an odd move. Also, um, I mean there are politics things that will come up. I was uh, out on a date. It was right before the um, uh, the twenty twenty election, and I was like I was like I was doing volunteering and something, and she seemed great. And she, I thought I had no idea. And she said, "Yeah, I mean." At the end of the day, they're both terrible. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and my, 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 my comment was, what, what, what I was thinking in my head was like, oh, God, that's a lazy thing to say. Yeah. But what I actually said was, God, that's a lazy thing to say. <laughs> because I couldn't keep it inside. Yeah. Um, what turns you on? Uh, somebody who can make me laugh. A sense of humor. Like, where it's like, where if I make a joke, I mean, they're obviously physical things. But if I make a joke um, and they not only laugh, but then top it, uh, the best. Um, I, I, I've had emotional affairs with many oh. female uh, comedy writers who are just like, not, not nothing ever on tour, but just like, holy shit, I love you. That was so beautiful. That, that you, The way you top that. Yeah, so, so fun. So yes. fun. So hot. Uh, what are one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Um, my strengths are that I am 
I'm not a jealous person. Like I, I, I don't, don't really feel a lot of jealousy. I give you, I, um, I'm happy to give you your strength. My weakness is I don't sit well. I have a, there's a part of me that always wants to escape. I need time alone. And that is sometimes considered a, a flaw in a relationship. But I, and I, 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 I can be like, people are aware when it's like, I'm ready to leave. Like you thought I'm not done yet. I thought I was ready to go. Like you read my body like, oh, you're not ready to go. You have six questions. That's, I can give that vibe if I think I'm ready to go. Yeah. Not that I'm ready to go now, but like when I'm heading out right. the door. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Danny, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. I mean, um, God, that's so crazy. Uh, what? That's such an easy question too. I mean, I don't I Love is that thing where it's like, um, for me, it's like, it's a per, I mean, beginning love is a person who is the last thing you think about when you go to sleep, the first thing you think about when you wake up, somebody who gives you something to look forward to. And then love, real love though, is like, real, it's, a, it's such a cliche, but real love is we're together, we respect each other. And when you're not at your best or I'm not at my best, I'm not, our whole relationship isn't on the line. Like every, a, a fight between us will, I have the confidence to know that we'll survive that and grow from it. That's unconditional. Un, yeah. I mean, it has to be conditional. True. 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 But, but uh, love with reasonable conditions. conditions. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Um, is it in? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want. Oh, what I want them to say. What you want them? Oh, to say. Uh, <laughs> wow, so big. No, um, uh, no. Oh, three words besides "I love you" would uh, I, I like you? Yeah. That would be it. Yeah. That I love be, that. that. That's that, great. That's really well, Danny. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh my god, it's so my pleasure. I'm not going to make any move to leave. I'm going to wait. Till no, it's yeah, out. you still have one more episode, so you can't. Oh, I, there's one more episode. Yeah, I didn't even know yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Cool. You doing too? Oh, I didn't know that. There was a two-parter. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's a two thing. Uh, Danny, how can everyone find you? I'm on social media while it still exists. Um, okay. At Danny Zucker, Z-U-K-E-R, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm not on TikTok. I'll probably migrate over there. I may be on TikTok. I don't know. Um, you it. have to follow Danny. He is hilarious. I'm unbelievable. He is. You are very funny. I'm really good. Uh, so please make sure you follow him. <laughs> And thank you again for being oh, you're on. You're so welcome. <laughs> uh, guys, follow us. We're also on social media. We're at Kind of Dating Across the Board. I am at Aisha Says Dance Across the Board. I'm at Natasha Chandale on Instagram, Facebook, Natasha.Chandale on TikTok. Thank you for downloading this episode, guys. If you like something you heard, screenshot the episode and tag us on social media. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Adam Pineless and Karina Uribe are producers. Our opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis. <laughs>